everybody, I'm Jono from Seneca and today I'm putting the fun in fundamental as I cover the fundamental particles you need to know for your A-level chemistry exam, okay? So this is the key things you need to know, let's dive in and we're going to start off with the history of atomic theory. I'm going to make it more fun than it sounds, I promise, okay? So we're starting off with John Dalton who was an English school teacher who first wrote that atoms were the basic unit of chemistry. He thought that atoms were spherical and different spheres constituted different elements. Dalton thought atoms were the fundamental unit of matter and were indivisible. Okay, then like we're going to get a little bit more modern and talk about J.J. Thompson. And 90 years after Dalton's idea, J.J. discovered that atoms were divisible. Oh my gosh. So he discovered and measured the mass of the electron. So that's what Thompson did. The electron was measured to be several orders of magnitude lighter than an atom proving that smaller particles than atoms existed. This led to the plum pudding model. Oh, that's going to make me hungry. Where the atom was viewed to be a largely positive sphere with embedded smaller negatively charged electrons. Okay. Now we're going to get a little, little bit even more modern with Ernest Rutherford, who fired alpha particles at a thin film of gold, because why not? And if the plum, plum pudding model was true, the particles would have been deflected by the gold. But uh-uh, most particles passed straight through that film, okay? This led to the nuclear model, so Rutherford came up with the nuclear model, where the atom was viewed as being mostly empty space, with a positive nucleus and orbiting electrons, okay? Now we need to talk about Niels Bohr, and because the nuclear model had a little problem. Classically, an electron shell should spiral into the nucleus and atoms should collapse. Bohr solved this problem by developing the first quantum theory of the atom, with electrons assigned to fixed orbits of defined energy. Okay? When electrons move between orbits, they must emit or absorb electromagnetic radiation of a particular frequency. Okay? So that was a lot to take in. So let's talk about the evolution of the atomic model in a more concise manner, okay? We start with the indivisible spheres model, then we go up to the plum pudding model, then it's the nuclear model, then the Bohr model, and then quantum theory. Quantum theory, that's where we're at now, okay? So do we remember the key features of the Bohr model, okay? Was it 100% accurate? Not quite. But, so it's a bit outdated, but it's still useful. It was really useful because it fixed electrons in orbit, and that really helped us develop quantum theory. Um, and the key features of the model, we have a positive nucleus containing protons and electrons. Right, that makes a nice little segue into subatomic particles. So what are these? Sub, below, atom, below the atom. So we're talking about what makes up atoms. Three key things. Protons, neutrons, and electrons, okay? Now, these units are so small that conventional SI units aren't super useful. So, like, a proton, that weighs, like, 1.6 times 10 to the minus 27 kgs. Uh-uh, honey, we don't want that. That's not a nice number. So, we define certain units for use with atoms. The atomic mass unit, AMU, is defined as 1 12th of the mass of a single carbon-12 atom. Okay, the elementary charge unit E is equal to the charge on an electron. So those are the units we're going to be using for the rest of the episode. Okay, so protons. Protons have a mass of 1 AMU and a charge of plus 1. Okay, neutrons, they've got a mass of 1. 
no electric charge, neutron neutral. And it is very slightly heavier than a proton, but like it's such a minimal difference. We just both say, we say that both are equal to one AMU. Okay, now we're talking about cute little electrons. They have a charge of minus one and they are like tiny, okay? So it's like 0.00055 AMU. So we say it's approximately zero, okay? Now, let's talk about the different parts of an atom. We've got the nucleus. That's the center of an atom and it contains those protons and neutrons. And remember, proteins plus one charge plus one mass. And it also contains neutrons. So neutrons and protons in the nucleus. Neutrons, neutral, no charge, and they also weigh 1 AMU, okay? So nucleus, center of the atom. So let's talk about the atom. Um, the electrons orbit around that positive nucleus, and those protons and neutrons are clustered, hugging each other in the center, okay? So do we remember who disproved the plum pudding model? Don't think I forgot about those scientists at the beginning. Uh-uh. Who disproved it? It was Rutherford. Rutherford disproved the plum pudding model with that cute little gold foil experiment firing those alpha particles at it. Okay? Now, do you remember the key features of the nucleus? It contains protons and neutrons. It's big or small. It's small in size. It contains the most of the mass of the atom, because remember, electrons have a really, like, tiny mass. We just ignore it. Um, and it's at the center of the atom. Okay, one more time, who disproved that plum pudding model? It was Rutherford. Okay, so I hope that was a useful episode. Um, covered the fundamentals you need to know for your A-level exam. Make sure you join me on the next episode to get up to speed with everything you need to know for your A-level exam. Good luck with all your revision. If this episode has got you in the mood for more revision, then head over to SenecaLearning.com where you can revise all of your A-level subjects absolutely free. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Anchor, then you will find a link in the bio. But if not, just type in SenecaLearning.com and you'll find us. While you're at it, if you could rate us five stars and subscribe or follow to all of our revised podcasts, which cover every subject you need, then that will help other people to find our podcasts.